And here we are. Hello, friends. Hello. How's, how's everybody doing? How's everybody been? Hope you had a good week. Um, this is Scrub Mode. My name is Julio AV, and I'm joined here with my two buddies, John and Ryan. Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm Ryan. <laughs> He's the other one. Okay. <laughs> I'm the third. So we're continuing our um, our Sneeple journey. That's right. And, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> this the is the part hole, of as most people say. This is going to be oh, the, the 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 bummer part of the Sneeple journey. This oh, is going to be the Sneeple journey where we're going to have to talk about all the fucked up shit. Okay, John. You know, I, if we're going to go down this way, I'm going to try, and I don't know. I'm just going to exude optimism and and like positivity throughout <laughs> this whole thing. Please. I'm, I've, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to bring bring the listeners down. Yeah, but yeah. Please do your best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Crack so. jokes, please. Like, it's the only way we're going to make it through this. Yeah, if nothing, the people will enjoy the dulcet tones of my voice. Mm-hmm. And I so. promise, <laughs> I promise we're going to, first episode, we, we sort of talked about the history of Sneeple. Yeah. Second episode, we're going to talk about that awful conspiracy theory. And in the third mm-hmm. episode, we're going to have some fun again. We're going to talk about some fun, some fun Sneeple sightings. Oh, boy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. sightings. There's a there's a fucking I don't want to spoil it but there's a Sneeple union at one point. Whoa! Um, I wonder what benefits they include. Yeah, well, <laughs> insert what I'm sure will be rated sag after joke sag they, after joke uh, here. Do they got some? Uh, do they got some? Uh, they got dental. They got dental. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think lizards have dental? Dental. Oh man, maybe. I mean, <laughs> the fangs are really important for I snakes. Think, yeah, I think Sneeple would need like. I don't know. Maybe like a day off for shedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe a week off for shedding, depending. I yeah. Know. I don't know enough. I'm not a herpetologist. I'm not a reptile scientist. I don't know how long <laughs> it really takes for stuff to shed. I used to have a mm. gecko, but he'd just like, he'd just peel off little bits at a time and keep going. Yeah. And they all, mm. they always eat their skin. You never see them without it. You yeah. Know, they, they, cause they just eat it. They nom it right up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's delicious. I wanted a freaking gecko for a while because in my room for a while we, especially during the summer, we get lots of crickets. And <laughs> you just outside. let them loose. Yeah, I was thinking. Or you do get, your own like you little rancor, like you'd catch the crickets and drop them into the gecko yeah, pit. Ex- exactly, that was the plan. I don't know fights. if I want to put my my dad on the spot like this, but he like goes around the house with a little vacuum and just sucks all the crickets up because they drive him fucking nuts. Oh man, no, hey, it makes them. sense. I don't blame him. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, crickets are crickets are food for higher life forms then yeah i did some googling and apparently you're not supposed to feed wild crickets to pet geckos because some of them might have pesticides on them just to, yep. just have oh, eye out there for, for, all the, yeah. for all the listeners out there who are trying to keep geckos you know like um just don't don't feel feed them feed them farm raised crickets you know feed them organic crickets <laughs> exactly <laughs> but yeah don't don't feed your don't feed your um your geckos wild crickets just fyi they might have pesticides mm. on them <laughs> okay listeners yeah, that, was the, your... that was the high point that was a high point we're we're gonna talk about there's it's gonna get we're gonna talk about racism we're gonna talk about weird anti-semitic conspiracy series we're gonna talk about people alleging that aliens are torturing and eating children mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. here's 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 a reiteration of that content warning from the first part okay uh 
Uh, all my all sources my for this are, are our main subject, David Ick's books, plus a series of Gar- uh, of Guardian articles. Mm, okay. And the reporting of Ron Johnson. Anyway, do you guys <laughs> know who David Ick is? David Ick? Uh, yeah. He has a very Sounds... unfortunate last name. Yeah, sometimes I've heard it pronounced as Ike. I'm oh, probably okay. going to swap. Hmm. What's he known for? Or what? What? Uh, yelling about reptilians. Ah, uh, great. <laughs> or right. if you're British, uh, being a football announcer. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, he's he when when we talk about Sneeple conspiracy theories, this mm-hmm. is the guy who who like made him famous. I see. Gotcha. Uh, mm-hmm. and he's he's his life is a fucking wild ride, and we'll we'll get we're gonna go through it now, so you can see how. How we got from Sneeple being this fun fantasy race into people are legitimately protesting Sneeple. Mm. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. So in 1952, Ike uh, was born. He had no interest in school and desperately wanted to be a soccer star. And to his credit, he was working really hard to make that happen. This part sounds like an anime story to me, and I'm kinda, I am kind of kind of am behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was training every day after school, uh, and he got into the minor leagues. He was fucking on his way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then he got... He, he, he was rising. He was a rising star. <laughs> then he got rheumatoid arthritis in his knees, elbows, ankles, and hands, and by the time he was just 21, it was so painful he was forced to quit his dream job. Oh, that's no! Sucks, dude. Yeah, that isn't sucks. that awful? Like... I know you not, in fact, have to hand it to the Taliban, but, like, man, he was doing it. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was. <laughs> forces totally outside of his control bot- brought him down, and I don't think, you know, I think that sucks no matter who you are. You know, maybe maybe if only he could live out his dream of being an athlete, he wouldn't have, you know. Oh, absolutely. To... <laughs> I think it? that's sort of He probably of like... would be making mad money or be at least somewhat of, like, a retired star who yeah. does stuff like on Beckham, whatever yeah. the British equivalent of ESPN would be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> y- y- yes to both of those. That's sort of my thesis here, which you'll see as we go along. But, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, the loss of his... Uh, the loss of his football job meant that he and his wife could no longer afford an apartment together, and they had to mm-hmm. live apart at their parents' houses. Yeah, that's rough. That is rough. Especially for non-millennials who used to be able to, you know, yeah. on a single-person salary, afford a house. Imagine that. <laughs> I know, wild, right? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> um, and to make matters worse, uh, David Icke, like, he was living with his dad, who was constantly angry at him, uh, thinking he'd made up the arthritis to get out of his football career somehow. Okay, so his dad thought he was faking it or something? <laughs> yeah, his dad thought he was faking it. Wow, weird. Didn't believe it. he was like, I. You don't seem like you're faking the pain, so you don't have to. You're, do t- you're too young to feel uh, to have arthritis, to have yeah. a medical condition. <laughs> I mean, I have. <laughs> I have friends who started getting arthritis right around the same age in college, and now that they're in yeah. their thirties, they have to have a cane. Like it does happen. It blows. It's like, yeah, and some right. of them exercised and ate well too. At least one of them. Like it really. Damn, that's terrible. Yeah, it really fucking sucks. So I, yeah. I again, I do have sympathy for him here. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he managed to find, like, uh, well, again, we're going to, I don't want anyone to feel too sad, though, because this will end in somebody 
the spear gunning their toddlers. So trying oh, to oh that yeah, up. well, uh, yeah. Uh, so like he, his life would start to turn around in 1973 when he got a job as a reporter, like mm-hmm. a sports reporter. And it turns out because he knew the game, he lived, breathed, ate, and shit the game. He was a really good sports commentator. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, over the course of a 17-year career, he would go on to become arguably the premier BBC sports reporter. Mm. Uh, by mm. many, I'm not, I'm not a British person, and I was not alive by the 80s. But apparently, he was like, he was the guy. He was the guy. If you were, if you were watching sports <laughs> on like the BBC, our, he's like their version of uh, who's the who's the sports guy, the who uh, yeah, what's that guy? What's the, who, oh, who's that uh, John Madden. <laughs> John, he's the John Madden of that era. Of that yeah. Place. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, I don't know. If John Madden. Any British. What, what was his uh, catchphrase? Do you have a catchphrase? Not that I could find. <laughs> uh, yeah, somewhere between John Madden and, and Joe Rogan, I guess. Like, I he was see, just the sports guy. Mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. were listening to sports on the BBC, whether TV or radio, you heard his voice every day. Right. Um. But by 1990, he was fired from the BBC when he publicly refused to pay the community tax. <laughs> now, oh, okay. Uh, let me get your impressions quick. I, I, I'm not. I'm going to do a little bit of a turnaround. But like, mm-hmm. when you hear somebody is fired because they refuse to pay a tax, what are your first thoughts? I'm thinking, eh, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah, right. It's really <laughs> pay, pay taxes. I pay my taxes. I mean, I hate it when also someone describes themselves as a quote unquote taxpayer. But yeah. That doesn't you know, mean it. It doesn't, because I'm like, yeah, you should pay your taxes. <laughs> I like roads. I like have. I like being able to, you know. I like public know. education. <laughs> public education is important, you know. Like I think, um, I think I like having roads. I like uh, I like having enjoy. Domino's did a really shitty job of fixing the roads. We can't have Domino's can't, pizza place fix the roads. We can't have you know <laughs> you know you know yeah yeah I like um. I like having firefighters. I think they're important too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so first off, this tax was first imposed by Margaret Thatcher's government, and I'm sure you guys know who Margaret Thatcher is. The entire reason mm-hmm. many of our favorite comic book writers exist is because they were so fucking furious at Margaret Thatcher. She, uh, she, she had. Uh, am I? Am I thinking of the same woman? Um, she, she, um. Something to do with uh, like Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. Uh, I think I think I, I can't remember if she was the one in that like Eric Andre like joke. Like, do you think Margaret Thatcher had girl power? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and like the person he's interviewing is like, yeah, <laughs> and is like, do you think Margaret Thatcher properly used uh, girl power to funnel, you know, like money into anti anti um. God, what was I can't even remember what the joke was. It was so funny, but yeah, I, I think you're on the fucking right track though, because she was she's British Ronald Reagan. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> she like I don't know what what did Margaret Thatcher do that was so shitty? A Just lot a lot of, of like um, the biggest thing was doing an austerity government, which was like, hey, we're gonna stop spending so much. So like huge mm-hmm. health and infrastructure failings and lots of like rallying anti-immigrant support or or yeah like like just cutting a lot of social programs like she's the british ronald reagan like i see yeah. whether it's neil gaiman or grant morrison or alan moore or like so many of these guys got their start in the indie scene like venting about mm-hmm. margaret mm-hmm. thatcher like 
uh, uh, fucking uh, I want to say Judge Doom. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. but that's the, that's the that's the other character. Judge Dredd is like a reaction to the extremely right wing as a par- mm-hmm. and Warhammer 40k are both parodies of the extremely stupid right wing Thatcher mm-hmm. government. And there are people who like idolize him, and then miss the point of. Uh... Exactly. We we don't have time to talk about Rorschach or God Emperor <laughs> shit right now. This yeah. is already going to be <laughs> dense. And I should I forgot to say this at the top of the episode, but I should make this clear, listener. You will be dumber by the time you finish this episode. You will be harder to talk to. You will be worse at dates by the time we're done. Okay. So maybe There'll be I so am. many mixed up facts you won't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be hopping from one subject to the other because we keep sh- short ending one line. Well, also for all the subjects are dumb. This. this is dumb. Like, <laughs> you're sitting here. Stupid. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're, you're gonna learn about where the reptilian conspiracy comes from. But you're mm-hmm. also gonna learn that. Unfortunately, it means you're gonna have to learn about the reptilian conspiracy theory, which is gonna make you dumber. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, that community tax, mm-hmm. like when I started researching Sneeple, I didn't think I would have to be digging into British property tax law. Mm-hmm. But apparently this is a weird tax that was originally shut up in 1379. Okay. But like this, I think this one moment is super important in David Icke's life. And like, bear with me while we parse this out. Okay. Okay. I think this is the okay. whole fucking fulcrum where... Like, he swings around from being happy to being insane, all because of this. Ooh. Mm. So, like I said, uh, the community tax seems to be a a conservative scheme to allow the very wealthy British to pay less on property taxes. Okay. As I alluded to earlier, it was compared to the 1379 poll tax, and poll taxes tend to be a tool of the wealthy to stop poor people from voting because you have to pay a tax to vote. Which makes it fundamentally, you know, if you're too poor to pay the tax, you can't vote. Um, and so this was okay. sort of a similar thing where it meant that everybody would pay the same prices on houses, but that meant that the property values for the rich were dramatically lowered, whereas the property values for everybody else were raised dramatically. Mm. Oh, I found the I found <laughs> the Eric Andre joke. Oh, yeah. by the way, it's like, uh, do you think Margaret Thatcher had girl power? Yes, of course. Do you think she effectively utilized girl power to? By funneling money into legal parliamentary death squads in Northern Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least we glazed over that, but I guess she's largely responsible for the troubles, which is sort of flaring their head with Brexit again. Yeah. <laughs> God, and the Falklands, it's cold. bad, man. Yeah, poor guys. There's oh, a man. lot of, uh, fuck. Okay, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like uh, very silly joke yeah oh i love that do you think she like i've had to write so many white papers where i use mm-hmm. similar fucking language but just like, <laughs> I, had to, I had to grade so many student papers where people were trying or said shit like that and i was like this is hilarious i don't think you want to use girl power um, <laughs> um Anyway, several underlines. <laughs> I, I hope I've, I've effectively communicated that this was like this really was a scheme. This was like mm-hmm. a the rich pay less in taxes while we tax the poor more kind of a scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there were huge riots against the tax. Punk bands railed against the tax. The Labor Party officially organized against the tax by getting people not to not register to pay, thereby overwhelming the police because they couldn't, you know. Mm-hmm. They couldn't chase down everybody who refused to pay the tax. They sparked yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Yeah. 
Um, like, like, so therefore, like, it really sucks that David Ick like put himself on the line and was like, "This tax is bullshit. I'm not going to pay it." And the BBC fired then him he had for a whole it. Bun- and then he had a whole bunch of people yeah. like, follow his example. I see. Yeah, but they didn't get punished, or at least not mm. enough of them got punished. Like, he was the only one who got punished. I don't know mm. if he was the only one who got punished. I couldn't, like, my I couldn't find any other public figures who got mm. it this bad. But like, it, I I think it's fair to say it was unjust. At least like from my, I'm not British, but from my understanding of British tax law, this mm-hmm. this is this is a fucking bullshit, mm-hmm. and I don't blame him for this fucking driving him a little bit nuts. No taxation mm-hmm. without representation. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> but like more like please do not tax me more while not taxing the lord who li- who literally lives on the hill and used to own <laughs> the land I'm currently living on. Like Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh anyway, the protests were mostly successful and uh mm-hmm. the tax would be repealed in 1993. So oh, like wow. it was only around for a couple of years because of how problematic. I see, yeah. I feel like David Ick was in the right here. I feel like we can all agree. Fuck Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, the one thing I will agree with this guy on, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's that Onion headline. Like, terrible point. The worst person you know. Terrible thing happened. The worst person you know just made a great point. Oh, man. <laughs> um, uh, I promise this is the last thing before it gets weird again. But, like, oh, one of... Actually, I guess it's going to get weird here, but one uh-huh. of Margaret Thatcher's chief advisors was Lord Victor Rothschild. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the three politicians to initially suggest the tax as part of the 1986 paper called Paying for Your Local Government. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you guys ever heard the name Rothschild before? Rothschild. Yes. Sounds familiar. Hit me. Hit me, Ryan. I don't know anything about it, but I have heard the name before. All right. <laughs> So, oh God! Do you hear that, guys? It's the anti-Semitism horse clipping clopping its way over. Oh, oh hey! <laughs> Go away! <laughs> Go away! Uh, Her, you're a hideous horse. You're so gross. <laughs> you're not wanted here. <laughs> uh, so the the Is Rothschild... that pus coming from your face? <laughs> <laughs> the Rothschilds are a Jewish German family that rose to prominence via baking, like many Jewish families did in mm-hmm. pre-modern times. Because they were locked out of all other careers. Um, these guys, specifically in the 18th century, uh, and sort of like the Medici's, they grew and expanded to have five, there are like five uh, different branches of the family in different countries. Uh, the main ones, of course, being the UK and the Holy Roman Empire, which was Germany. Too long a story, can't get into it. Um, in the 19th century, they had the biggest private fortune in the world, and by some accounts, they had the biggest private fortune in all of modern history. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh totally. wait, are they the ones that own like? Do they own any land in America? Or oh yeah, like... oh yeah. There's a huge yeah. I see. Yeah, I think it's like the largest private estate in the in the continental U.S. I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, Is that I'm what not, I'm thinking of? I'm not sure, but that sounds very plausible based off what mm. what we're talking about. I see. Yeah. Like they're 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 like oil barons and train barons here in the U.S. I see. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, because they're a very rich family and because they're a family that bought their way into nobility across many countries, they get like floated into all sorts of anti-Jewish conspiracy theories. As being like the real puppet lords behind the scenes. So because all... because they're rich, they're suspected. Okay. Yeah, because they're rich and Jewish and lords mm-hmm. 
like just certain nobles they get put into all this stuff you see hmm. anyway so uh like obviously they they come up a lot in in Dave well I, I shouldn't say obviously we're not there yet but they will come up a lot in David Dick's writings mm-hmm. he will hmm. specifically blame the Rothschilds and say that they have reptilian ancestry oh god <laughs> um and my pet theory here, and I haven't seen this anywhere, this is my own unique conspiracy theory theory, mm-hmm. or conspiracy conspiracy theory. I'm not mm-hmm. sure how you want to phrase it, but it's that uh, Lord Victor Rothschild's involvement as being like the face of the community tax, which then mm-hmm. when David Ick spoke out about it, he was unfairly hit over, like made David Ick get a supervillain vibe for Lord Vicar Rothschild. Wow. Lord because, Victor Von Doom. <laughs> yeah. Lord Victor Von Rothschild slash Doom. <laughs> yeah. Because wow. that guy was the face of the thing that ripped David Dick away from his dream job for the second time in his life. I see. Mm-hmm. You oh, so, didn't want to pay his taxes. Yeah. I mean, like, he, thousands of people weren't paying their taxes. Like, again, I yeah. like... This will be the last time I stand this guy, but I feel like it wasn't his fault at this point. I feel like he was in the right. Um, now, I'm sure the Rothschilds have done all this sort of, like, fucked up shit that rich people have done since time immemorial. Yeah. And I'm sure there's, like, a legitimate... There are legitimate grievances you can have from almost 300 years of them being, uh, like, rich people. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and like I mean, needless what, to say, what, 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 were they like billionaires or oh, yeah. millionaires? Well, billionaires. billionaires. Yeah, I think they're still billionaires. They're huge. Oh, yeah, I see. Huge In money countries. I don't know. I might get canceled for saying this, but I feel like nobody really earns a billion dollars. You know? Oh yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> uh, what, what was, what, Why would you what, get canceled for talking about I money? Know. Maybe, I the, know. maybe the rich people will be mad at me. <laughs> maybe the maybe. reptiles will come after us. Maybe. Oh yeah, <laughs> the rich. Sneeple will rise from the ground and take us away. Yeah. <laughs> because they said that no one no one really makes a billion dollars. Nobody earns right a now billion they're, dollars. Yeah. yeah. Right yeah. now they're on their little uh they're on their little like C V radio and they're like, You hear that? <laughs> <laughs> we got the men black will be visiting us soon. But anyway, before uh, we speak, it looks like we're gonna have to point, ki- kidnap someone. <laughs> whatever legitimate grievances you may have with the Rothschilds mm-hmm. and billionaires in general, I do not think the Illuminati stuff or the reptile stuff or obviously the like gross anti Semitic stuff is warranted. Yeah. I don't even need to say how ridiculous all that shit is. Yeah, I don't know. I've, you know, it's weird, right? Because like, it, it's kind of it's weird how it's kind of built into our like, not, I don't want to say our DNA, but in our like social structures. Yeah, the othering of you know people who have it, have it different than you, you know, or oh, absolutely, it, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's, it's yeah, it's gross, I, and I hate it. <laughs> again, I think you're spitting hot it's, fire because really like this is. We're gonna see how like you can turn othering, yeah, into a weapon, like yeah, yeah, or into yeah. a, a multi-million dollar machine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to David Ick. Okay. Uh, so All for the right. second time in his life, he still has a painful chronic condition, and he's out of his fucking dream job. Things suck. Yeah. Not now, going even before good. the Pult, sorry, was that Ryan? I said not going good. Not going good. So, like uh, many people in desperate situations, he began he began to flirt with uh, alternative medicine and the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so even mm-hmm. even before the <laughs> thing happened, he like 
was reaching out to like psychics and mystics and shamans to try to cure his arthritis all without success. Uh, uh, I guess like caveat, 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 like depending on the medicine in question, alternative medicine can be fine. Yeah. I do have mm-hmm. to note that alternative medicine is alternative for a reason. Like if it was, if it just worked, it'd be medicine. But like, I've had really good experiences with acupuncture. I know some people swear yeah. by chiropractic like yada yada like you just got to be really really aware of grifters oh yeah definitely yeah i don't know how do i transition here like you guys know the joe rogans the alex jones the goops who are like selling you brain pills and shit like that yeah Yeah. are they (laughs) oh my god yes oh no oh god actual brain pills for your brain yeah i like i almost want i don't want to like ruin you by showing you Alex Jones commercials but like half the shit he sells is like fake cures and stuff like this like take these pills that definitely don't have yeah literal snake oil in some cases (laughs) we've made this oil out of a a sneeple out of sneeple and (laughs) you know what it's gonna make your cock ten times as big it's gonna make that it's gonna give you that aesthetic you want you know that really veiny look (laughs) (laughs) It'll tick all those boxes it's right there for you. It's so veiny. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, anyway, so whether you're coming at it from the right, like Alex Jones, or the left, like Goop, or just the plain stupid, like Joe Rogan, like these these sort of alternative medicine places can be a pipeline towards Crazy Town. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and we, like, you guys are in L.A., uh, so I'm sure you see yeah. it a lot. L.A. is the cult capital of the world. Oh, yeah. Um. Like, you start by doing something new agey, but, like, provably yeah. beneficial, like yoga. And next thing you know, you're in, like, a freaking uh, freaking camp. Then yeah. nobody will let you yeah. leave. <laughs> or talk to your family. It just happens, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> it really, it really like, I, I want to ex- echo Robert Evans and people who are more well-versed on cults whose names are escaping me at the moment. But, like, you can be brilliant. You can be very willful. You can still get got by a cult. There's a... Oh, for I, sure. I, I truly believe there's a magic series of numbers or words that'll get anyone out there. Probably, yeah. You yeah. know? It's you like, it's like this, I feel it. like it's like those freaking, you know, MLMs, you know? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Those do it through money rather than through yeah, fiction through, like, purists, some but they... spirituality, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate and somehow they always end in, like, anti-vax and stuff, and it gets crazy, yeah. and, like, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this sort of thing happens to David Ick. Um, his, his alternative medicine exploration leads him into deep despair, uh, which in turn leads him to feeling a weird presence following him around in 1989, mm-hmm. which in turn leads to like a Ghostbusters experience in 1990. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, check this. Ike was uh, got really fucking mad at the presence one day while alone in a hotel room <laughs> and asked it okay. to just fucking contact him already. Okay. Uh, 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 all right. A few days later, he felt an invisible force move his feet while a voice called to him, guiding him to the book Mind to Mind by Brighton psychic Betty Shine, which, like, good psychic name, I think. Mm, that, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> what would your psychic name be? My psychic name? Yeah. Um, hmm. My psychic name? Uh, probably an Illumino or something. Illumino is like pretty good. <laughs> How about yeah. you, Ryan? 
It would be pronounced seize the past. <laughs> <laughs> but you throw a bunch of like a, a uh, yeah, like dashes and shit and apostrophes yeah, in there yeah. and pretend that it's an Atlantean word. It would be exactly. like you'd have, you'd have like uh, the the S that's like two S's. Yeah, yeah. Yes, S exactly. Determine the weird B. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that um, that kind of rolls. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy, urged by a ghost, contacts psychic Betty Shine uh, to ask about his arthritis. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a few meetings with her. The final one is in March of 1990, which if this all starts in early 1990, means they couldn't have been seeing each other for very long. Um, mm. Mm. Anyway, in March of 1990, Ike fin- suddenly felt a quote-unquote spiderweb-like presence on his face. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah, Shine told him that she had a message from Wang Yi Li of the spirit world. Okay. Okay. Uh, like, there's a long history of white people not speaking Mandarin or similar languages and just making a bunch of, like, East Asian-sounding words and pretending that's a name. Yes. I have mm. a sneaking suspicion that's what's happening here, but as I also don't speak Mandarin, I have, or any other East Asian language, I have no idea if this is, like, a famous person or if she's just... Or not. If she's just being vaguely orientalist. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, so Wang Yi Li via Shine told Ick that he would be world famous but face opposition, but that the spirit world would give him ideas and he should spread them to others. He would write five books in three years. In 20 years, a new flying machine would allow us to go wherever we wanted, and time would have no meaning. And there would be earthquakes in unusual places because the inner Earth was being destabilized by having all the oil taken from under the seabed. Oh, boy. I'm going to give you guys hmm. a second to unpack that. Okay, so wait, were, were planes not invented yet? No, it's 1990. So, wait, strange, okay. So it's 2010, so let's let's just go through te- a checklist here. 2010. Okay. In twenty in by twenty ten, did uh well we'll get to the books and stuff later. But mm-hmm. did we have a new flying machine? A new flying machine? Yeah. Mm, maybe I don't know. Maybe the no. government invented one. <laughs> I mean I mean fair, but like <laughs> a new oh, flying good. machine? Hmm. A new flying machine that would allow us to go anywhere in the world whenever uh, we wanted. Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> no. no, no, sorry, Wang Yi Lee. But John, uh, it's the the government's keeping it secret. It's from the us. black, it's the black budget. It's the tic tac. You got me there. I wish Waggy Leela warned me about that, but no. All right, this this is like, if you're gonna make predictions, don't never put a time limit on it. This is the problem we ran into with the UFO cult and Gulf Breeze. This is the problem we're yeah. running into with Wang Yi Never put a time limit on your predictions. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, in the distant future. <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. The year 20XX. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have earthquakes oh, happened in unusual places? Maybe. I mean, maybe, probably. I guess. Yeah. I mean, in unusual you places. You never know. Yeah. Hmm. Um, did they happen really because know. the inner earth was being destabilized by having all the oil taken from the seabed? Not really, but hmm. kind of, if you want to count fracking fucking things up, because it does leave yeah, more fr- fracking's terrible, yeah. Yeah, oh, fracking's man. awful. So, oh, like, pretty pretty mixed, pretty mixed. There's some hits yeah. here, there's some pretty wide misses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, then again, like, some of those hits are, like, super vague. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, earthquakes happening in unusual places is very hard to parse because I'm not sure 
other than the Ring of Fire in San Andreas, I'm not sure where earthquakes are supposed to happen. Yeah. I mean, they can happen anywhere, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this is what we, I'm going to call the water slide of weird, because now that we, you know, once the hits start coming, they don't stop coming. Oh, boy. As the, as the great prophet Smash Mouth once said. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, you mean it's uh no, wait, I can't think of a... <laughs> I can't remember the lyrics. <laughs> I can't think of a lyric right now. Didn't make sense. I'm sure that's what people are here for. Is David Ickfax punctuated with Smash Mouth? So in February of 1991, uh, Ike visited the pre-Inca Sulistani burial ground near Puno, Peru. Mm -hmm. While there, he felt Mm. drawn to a particular circle of waist-high stones. As he stood in the circle, he had two thoughts. One, that people would be talking about this in a hundred years. We're up to 30, let's see. (laughs) And two, that it would be over when it rained. He claimed his body shook and as though it was plugged into an electrical socket and and as new ideas poured into him. Then it started Mm. raining and the experience ended and he got up. He Mm. described it as the quote-unquote kundalini activating his chakras or energy centers, triggering a higher level of consciousness. Guys, do you know what the fucking kundalini is? Kundalini. Oh. I just let you Google it. Okay. How do you spell it? Um... The K U N D A. I'm just gonna tell you. It's... I got it. I found it. No, I found it. Uh, hit me. Hit me. All right. Here we go. Uh, yoga from yeah from Google uh, and the little quick about featured snippets section. Kundalini is described as a sleeping dormant potential force in the human organism. It's one of the components of an esoteric description of the subtle body which consists of nadis, or nadis, nadi lights, Mm -hmm. uh, energy channels, chakras, psychic centers, prana, subtle energy, and bindu, drops of essence. Mm -hmm. I want to be clear, we're not dunking on Hinduism or any of those beliefs, but the kundalini is the chakra, is the vagina chakra. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it says here on the side, uh, in Hinduism, kundalini is a form of divine divine feminine energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. um so i'm doubtful that this happened but you know what so far it's cool it's fine like if all he wanted to do was use the story to sell new age books it was you know and feel better about his arthritis and losing his job it's fine it's a rough time people all grieve in their own ways like whatever right mm-hmm. yeah uh, whatever. but it's gonna get back <laughs> oh boy because sure. oh, we're gonna oh. come back to the reptilians pretty soon Okay. Uh, so David Ick got real into automatic writing, which okay. uh, I what is automatic writing? I'm glad you asked. I was going to ask you if you knew what automatic writing is. Ryan, you got an idea? Uh, mm, is it okay? Here, I'm shooting in the dark right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, take a take a shot at it. Uh, is it writing that is, um compiled after the writer themselves just kind of throw out words (laughs) yeah that is one of the methods you can do Uh, another Mm. term for this is psychography which sounds super fucking cool or spirit writing does yeah uh and it's a method of like 
writing so that you don't know what you're writing, which like, I don't know about you guys, oh. but I need to be looking at the page to see what I'm writing. So I find yeah, this to be so try and write something without looking at it. Or yeah. Um... And it's, it's a way that you can allege it's a form of channeling. So allegedly you can be like, I'm not writing this. A ghost is uh, the coolest okay. method but... I've, seen, I've seen of doing this is you put a piece of chalk between two chalkboards and you rub them together and you see what words come out. But of you course, know, it's funny. But... Huh. I, I've kind of, I've kind of, I've kind of done this, but in a different way. Like, try and copy numbers by just looking at the number and writing the number next to it. Yeah, it's a great, actually, artistic yeah. exercise. Like, I, every mm-hmm. fine arts class I've ever been in, mm-hmm. they've been like, draw the shape without looking at it, and that's way harder than writing because you're, I'm mm-hmm. not. Oh yeah, I'm not fucking for sure. Practice drawing your nose, Mrs. Garfield. I am practicing <laughs> <laughs> writing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but like, question: Like, is it? Is a train of thought while you're writing is that considered like looking at your i'm at, at your words or is it just simply i don't think like, so like again it's a channeling thing so it's like if it's your train of thought that that doesn't count but if it's a ghost train of thought that they're putting into you that does count but then like how do you <laughs> that's what i'm getting right. at it's very this yeah. is very easily i see where the issue is yeah <laughs> It's very hard to know if this is somebody who's really talking for a ghost or if I'm just, you know, not looking at the piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But through automatic writing, David Ick learned that he was the son of the Godhead, the God- i.e. Oh. the son of the quote unquote infinite mind. Oh, God. Oh, OK. <laughs> this spurred a weird phase in his life where after learning this information, uh, on further advice from the spirits, he only wore turquoise to attract positive energy. Okay. Okay. In March of 1991, he also brought another British psychic he had met named Deborah Shaw to live with him and his wife. Hmm. Huh. Apparently his That's wife weird. approved of this. Like, you know, poly people exist, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not right. necessarily a red flag, but I think with everything else, it's it's like another it's another dollop of weird on here. It's a case by case basis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a strange situation. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, okay. <laughs> In March of 1991, Ick would resign from the Green Party to standing ov- ovations. So, like he he wasn't a member, like he wasn't an active parliamentary person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. he was. He often did like uh, publicity speaking for them and stuff like that to drum up funds and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, in 1991, he's he resigned to standing ovations because he wanted to avoid embroiling them in the controversial things he was about to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay. So I assume everyone thought that he was going to do some like more more stuff like the tax stuff and mm-hmm. not this weird psychic journey that would lead him to yelling about <laughs> reptiles. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, all um, right, all right. <laughs> it's very strange. Um. So, yeah, so Ick's father would die a week after he left the Green Party, which... Uh, okay. Yeah, so mixed feelings. You know, it sounds like they weren't on great terms, but... That's rough. Uh, death of a parent always Definitely sucks. not. Yeah. Um, so Ick, his wife, and Linda Atherton, along with their daughter and Deborah Shaw, held a press conference to announce that David Ike was the son of God. <laughs> okay yeah he also told reporters that the world was going to end in 1997 uh ryan quick fact check is the world over yet uh, some may argue but yeah, well, currently don't be a millennial for 10 <laughs> seconds ryan <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about climate change but currently no the 
if we're speaking on us currently alive, the earth has not ended yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the end of the world would be preceded by a hurricane around the Gulf of Mexico in New Orleans, which, like, you know, okay. Hurricane Katrina a few years later, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm really giving uh, them benefit of the doubt here, but that sucked. Eruptions in Cuba, don't think that happened. Disruption in China, too vague to say. A hurricane yeah. in Derry, like, Maine Derry, like Stephen King Derry, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And an earthquake <laughs> on the Isle of Arran, which is Ireland, which did not happen as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he informed the reporters, as I recently informed you guys, that he was given this information by voices in his head and automatic writing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He concluded that New Zealand would disappear in the Cliffs of Kent, which are these gorgeous white chalk cliffs and like one of England's big landmarks. Um, uh, New Zealand's would, big landmarks? Or, or yeah. No, uh, uh, so I'm mushing stuff together here now. The Cliffs of Kent and New Zealand would both be underwater by Christmas. Oh, I see. Okay. So both uh, huh. large parts of England and New Zealand would be underwater by Christmas uh, okay. of 1997. Uh, but good news for you, my Los Angelinos buddies. Mm-hmm. Los Angeles would become an island. <gasps> <gasps> Waterfront Finally. property, baby. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> uh, so uh, how do you guys think this went? None of that happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure none of it happened. <laughs> uh, you are correct, Amunda. <laughs> we we already went through the list, but uh, surrounding yourself with female psychics and going on TV to mm-hmm. announce that you were the son of the Godhead and that the world was ending was bad. It made Ike a public punching bag, which I can't imagine was great for his mental health in an already difficult time. Mm, yeah. I guess that I definitely st- will not help anybody. <laughs> I should state, like, I think it's pretty gross to like uh, attempt to diagnose people from a distance. Yeah, I'm not a therapist, mm-hmm. but all I, I, I'm empathizing here. If it were me in that position, that would be just be real bad for my mental health. Yeah. <laughs> so David Ick says that this was like the, one of the worst times of his life, but it helped him realize that it didn't matter what other people thought of him, and that as long as he had the spirits, his ideas were correct and still important. Mm. Okay. Uh, I think that's a red flag, too. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Psychic Shaw and Ick would stop seeing each other sometime in 1991, but their brief time together produced a child by the name of by December. Uh, but Shaw did not want Ick seeing his daughter and cut off all contact, which might have been rough for him as well. I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, but this didn't stop Ick, who was reminded by the ghost that he still had a bunch of books to write before the end of the year. and uh, Before the he... end of the world? Yeah. So he wrote five fucking books from 1992 to 1994. Oh, wow. Holy moly. One of them was only 86 pages, but you know what? I haven't written a single book. I still think that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Maybe it's less impressive if you consider parts of them were automatically written. So, like, he had a literal ghostwriter. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No one really knows. Yeah. Anyway, so so far we, we've we've examined the life of a dude who's clearly having a bad time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's clearly not. Yeah, um, winning in a sense. Um. So, like, uh, this is our last stop before Bummer Town. Oh boy. Okay. Like, it's it's you're gonna stop feeling sorry for him pretty soon, and okay. I, you know, I always want to preach empathy and sympathy so that sucks so this is just last stop before bummer town 
last t- last chance for you to get off before all, all our content warnings come to roost. Okay. Yeah. Choo choo, here we come. Um, in 1994, oh. uh, David Icke publishes The Robot's Rebellion, an extremely cool title for a book mm-hmm. Yes, that unfortunately mixes the Illuminati are working with the aliens conspiracy theories from Bill, Bill Cooper's The Hold of Hail Horse with the anti-Semitic uh, like, gene seed of the Protocols of the Elders of Zion. Do you guys know what either of those two fucking things are? Yes, I've... Uh... I hit me, Ryan. To that episode, <laughs> hit, hit me with one or the other, or both, uh, if you know. To like, give my, give my. Which is uh, sorry, the two options is one of them is the Elders of Zion, and the other one is Behold a Pale Horse. <laughs> oh, I only know of the Elders of Zion because I've listened to that episode. <laughs> um, hit me, hit me, hit me. But it is a. Uh, as as far as I remember, it is a piece of writing that was a uh that was that is viewed as the uh secret uh document agenda of the uh of like the jewish faith (laughs) yeah Um, yeah you got it they have some they have some deep plans in there for uh, New World Order type shit. Well, eventually it was viewed as New World Order type shit. But um, it went through a lot of iterations that went through a lot of negativity uh, in the sense of that it's always people who are anti-Semitic that seem to pick up this piece of writing. That was, I think, like a plagiarism of a plagiarism. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so we don't know who originally wrote it but it is like almost all sources point to the fact that it was a forgery committed by uh czarist russia's secret service mm. right there you to go. like make <laughs> pogroms more acceptable than they already were and it's mm. the meeting notes of the secret evil jewish cabal or purports to be mm. yes there you go uh it's been translated into a ton of languages it keeps popping up some people read it and they go fucking crazy but it's like do you really think the secret Jewish cabal would just like leave their meeting notes lying around? Exactly. Like wouldn't write them in Hebrew. Who like, leaves highly confidential documents? Yeah, like their literal world domination plans out on a coffee table in a Starbucks or whatever. Like oh, if man. you do that, people will just think you're making a screenplay. <laughs> yeah. Well, in LA certainly. Yeah. Uh, so how about like Behold a Pale Horse and Bill Cooper? Behold a Pale Horse. That does sound familiar. It's a, but... it's a great title. Yeah. Both of these are good titles. These are all good titles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe not the protocols. That is wordy. And lets you know right off the bat that it's going to be anti-Semitic, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, not good. So like, uh, Bill Cooper deserves his own topic. I'm not sure how we can tie him into D&D as do the protocols of the Elders of Zion. Uh, mm-hmm. Last podcast and Behind the Bastards have great episodes on both these topics. You 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 hit the you hit the protocols, Ryan. I'm just going to tell you real quick that Bill Cooper was a conspiracy theory guy who alleged that while working in the Navy, uh, a random admiral gave him like access to a chest that he was supposed to alphabetize, and in this okay. chest were all the files that the al- that proved that the aliens were working with the U.S. government. <laughs> 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 Uh, that's a uh, yeah. It's a, a big. That's a 
spicy thing to drop. <laughs> yeah, he Bill Cooper like weirdly because Behold a Pale Horse is like all about how the man is secretly fucking you. It it became secretly pretty popular in the '90s hip hop community. Like, Mm. <laughs> it's a really weird okay. interesting story with lots of threads bill cooper among the fucked up things bill cooper did was he included large parts of the protocols of the elders of zion in behold a pale horse and he's like everything in this book is true but just replace the word jew with alien oh my god <laughs> and people of course did not yeah of course not uh they're like when he means alien he means jew <laughs> yeah Mm. And it's like no that's what i told you not to do uh bill cooper would die in a shootout with the government like over not paying okay what a way to go wow uh so that's uh what was the reason why he started having a shootout with the government he didn't pay his taxes and it wasn't worth the government's time to come make this one guy who was barely paying taxes pay his taxes because uh, he was extremely oh. heavily armed Oh, okay. So, um, but so, he so they did the so they did the government officials with the gun thing. <laughs> yeah. So they came in. They came in. I can't remember the reason. They eventually had to go up to his mountaintop fortress to try to get him to pay his taxes. But then he shot and killed a couple of policemen. So they fired back, which is oh, yeah. I think how he wanted to die. Probably. Oh yeah. <laughs> for sure. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Checking my notes here. They went up to make him pay his taxes because he started menacing his neighbors with his guns. I see. That's not cool. <laughs> that's a weird thing to do where it's just like uh hey this guy uh guy's threatening his neighbors with guns uh <laughs> how do you think we'll uh we'll stop him let's ask him to pay his taxes yeah <laughs> i think they, they were trying to al capone him and it just led to a shootout <laughs> that'll bum him out for sure <laughs> yeah well as Nothing I said, takes the wind out of your sails like the government showing up and telling you to pay your taxes. I know, and like, anyway. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so, like, back to the Robots Rebellion, it goes as far as to pull Bill Cooper saying that the protocols are real, but the Zionist Illuminati are not Jews. Uh, mm -hmm. phew, what a relief, right? They're actually oh, oh, wizard aliens. So just read oh. this, but replace every, every time it says Jews with the word reptilian. <laughs> You should like that's a very that's a very irresponsible thing to do. Honestly. Yeah, it didn't it's work when like, you can't Bill Cooper yeah, you did it. You it cannot trust people to change a word because you yeah. know you were too lazy to change the word in the text. <laughs> wow. Uh, and rightly so, this caused like well-merited outcry. Oh, so man. Ick wrote an opinion piece for the Guardian denying that Robots Rebellion was anti-Semitic. And rejecting racism, sexism, and prejudice of any kind. Uh, mm -hmm. But at the in the same thing, he also insisted that whoever had written the protocols, quote unquote, knew the game plan for the 20th century. Mm. Mm -hmm. So this starts, starts a weird little dance where people are like, hey, you're kind of being weirdly anti-Semitic. And he's like, no, no, no. I just hate the lizard aliens. And you're like, well, who are the lizard aliens? He's like, well, the Rothschilds and this and this. And he just names a bunch of Jewish people. <laughs> but, not, but not all of the Jewish people. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Just these specific ones. Yeah, and <laughs> also the queen, who's not Jewish, but and but like, but you can't trust her. She's yeah. <laughs> and remember, they're not actually Jewish. They're just reptiles. Yeah. Mm. Okay. The guys of Jewish people. people. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know if I could trust that one. Yeah. So oh, in 1995, uh. 
Ike writes his next manuscript, the def- definitely less cool title, The Truth Shall Set You Free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this book continued his ideas from robots, but openly suggested that the Jews funded the Holocaust via the Rothschilds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to get Israel. All right. Uh, this the is the dumbest a... thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk yeah. About that pretty... later. <laughs> There's some mental gymnastics, what we'd call mental and ja- gymnastics involved here. Yeah. Oh, for but, sure. But again, the, he just keeps fuming at the Rothschilds. Wow. Uh, this in itself is like a conspiracy theory first touted by Gary Allen, who I was literally too depressed after researching this section to Google. But he's another conservative conspiracy theorist. I'm sure he's not great. Mm-hmm. No, probably not. Anyway, uh, his publisher read the book, read the manuscript, and was like, "Fuck no!" So it got a fifteen thousand pound loan from a friend and started his own publishing company. Hmm. Hmm. Um, but, like, the media backlash caused him to blow up, oh, and he no. got tons of money from his books, so he started doing public signings and doing the conference circuit. Oh, wow. He even had his own short-lived TV show, a la Alex Jones, made purely from crowdfunding. Like, he really blew up in these wow. next five years. What years were these? Um, this is, like, 1995 to 1999. Like, it explodes in popularity. Wow. I don't remember him, but... Wow. Yeah, well, we weren't British, so it, it hadn't yeah. made it yeah. over to where we were yet. I see. Wow. <laughs> we weren't uh, in the Britons. Yeah, so. we, were, we were on our own island of Los Angeles, remember? Yeah, The yeah. good old <laughs> Los Angeles islands. <laughs> the, <laughs> the archipelago of Los Angeles. <laughs> what island are you from, Glendale? Oh, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. I'm from the recently broken off Ventura. <laughs> yeah. The Straits of Inter. Anyway, hold on. Now I want to do like the Pirates of Darkwater style RPG setting where it's just that'd be dope. Yeah, it'd yeah. Be like a sunken LA. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. Like, uh, what's that Jack Kirby character who lives in the future where he has to fight Kangaroo Man? Oh man, I don't even know. <laughs> there's like a map. That sounds Matt awesome. From- yeah, yeah. There's a map from that time and it fucking rules. Anyway, oh, <laughs> uh, 1999, it publishes The Biggest Secret. And this was the one that finally, like, disguises off, goes all the way, claiming that the reptile aliens from the constellation Draco have been mm-hmm. ruling oh. Earth from behind the scenes for centuries, and many prominent f- public figures are actually shape-shifting, fascist, blood-drinking reptilian-humanoid hybrids. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, now, because of our first episode, I'm sure you guys, like... The shape-shifting, the blood-drinking, these are the UNT, these are the Valusians. This this is standard Sneeple shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've um, been here. Yeah, we've been here. You know this. This is not a surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also suggests that there are reptilian castes, with the full-bloods being fully reptilian lever- leaders, and various level- levels of hybrids being lower and lower on the totem poles that get more her- human-looking, which is exactly what the UNT do from D&D. It's so lazy. Wow. Here we go. <laughs> Here's our <Wow>. tie-in. <laughs> Here's your sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Ick asserts the reptoids are actually archons, a Gnostic word that would take too long to explain, but think of them as psychic or magical parasites. Mm-hmm. He also states that they're the same alien race as the Anunnaki who first arrived on Earth and became Babylon's gods. The Anunnaki. Yeah, they're uh, they're a villain in the best season of Scooby Doo. Oh uh, yeah. Oh. 
I thought that sounded oh. familiar. Yeah, yeah. Um, the 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 whole like the Anunnaki are Babylonian alien gods, and they're going to get mad at us and crash Planet X into us eventually. Mm-hmm. Is a conspiracy theory first put forth by a dude named Zachariah Stitchin. Like it's it's another fucking oh. stupid rabbit hole that we'll all be dumber for looking at. Oh, no. <laughs> We're jumping but, like, into. He looked at all the art of the Babylonian gods, and he looked at all all that mythology we talked about in the first episode of like Sneeple coming to Earth and being like, "Boom, chariot, you're welcome." And was like, "Oh, they're actually aliens that mm. came to mm. teach us shit, so they could use us as slaves to farm gold, which mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. chemically doesn't make sense because gold comes from exploded stars, and why would you?" make monkeys farm gold on earth when you could just fly like a big gold collector through a nebula mm-hmm. like and you'll be fine and you'll be fine mm-hmm. uh anyway um hmm. yeah, yeah go for it i Ryan. really this don't good... know actually this is a good stopping point <laughs> we might need a breather here this is a good time to take our short rest get back all our quick abilities that's great it sounds like a good idea yeah uh <laughs> We're we're almost home. <laughs> we're almost home. We're getting there. I've yeah. decided to worship Quetzalcoatl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In this time, I've decided to worship various gods. <laughs> yeah. Quetzalcoatl, give me strength. <laughs> uh, oh, man. man. Uh, okay. I'm just let's race through this. <laughs> I don't know okay. how much the episode we've been recording. Mm-hmm. Oh god, we're almost at an hour. Good. Let's race through this, and then we can get to the fun stuff next time. Okay. Yeah. In, well, the, in 2012, well. <laughs> human race, get off your knees. Colon. The lion sleep, sleeps no more. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna give you guys uh-huh. a second to digest that title. Oh, get off it... your knees. The lion sleeps no more. The hu- human race, get off your knees, colon, the lion sleeps no more. Hmm. Okay, okay. Uh, Ike states huh. that the moon and Saturn are holographic, experienced broadcasters created by the Sneeple that humanity misinterprets as reality. And so oh. it's like, is they're, All right. pulling a, they're pulling a Truman show on us. <laughs> uh, even <laughs> more, get more Grant Morrison than that. Okay. Uh, Our entire reality is fake. It's somewhere in between Truman Show and Matrix, uh-huh. but the Moon yeah. and Saturn are are doing it to us because the I reptiles like hologram made them. projectors. Yeah. <laughs> so the the next time, dear listeners, the next time somebody tries to tell you the Moon landing was faked, just tell them that the Moon is actually a holographic experience producer and booster <laughs> created by the reptoids from Alpha Dra- Draco to keep humanity imprisoned in a quote unquote false reality matrix. <laughs> The moon isn't even real. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Uh, so here we are in the year of our Lord 2021. And uh, you guys will be probably bummed to hear that this shit is stronger than ever. Oh, man. No. I bet. Uh, David Ick has come forward saying that he believes that all of the recent tragedies are fake, or at the very least were staged by the reptilians, including 9-11, climate change, uh, mass shootings, that kind of thing. I see. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He said yeah. that the Clintons, the Obamas, and the Trumps are all lizards. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I mean, I wish they were. You know, that's the <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I, definitely, easier. I definitely found myself during certain parts of the last four years of Roller Coaster being like, okay, you win, Reptilians. I'm sorry. Just take control back. <laughs> <laughs> Please put your hand back on the wheel, Dad. Like, oh, um, man. So, like, the Q crowd, of course, 
snatch that up, obviously believing two of those three names are reptilians. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the Q crowd has also uh, absorbed the Rothschilds and the blood-drinking Satan worship, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. mixed them together with the reptilians. So now the Rothschilds are reptilians who are Satan worshipers, but they also drink blood, not for magic Satan spells, but because that's what reptilians drink. They just drink mm. blood. It's yeah. Just, it's their Gatorade. <laughs> it sure uh, is. <laughs> if you're if you're like keeping a tab on that family member who's like really into QAnon or really into anti-vax stuff, mm-hmm. like this should all unfortunately, sadly, sound really similar. Oh yeah, to you. <laughs> uh, and speaking of anti-vaccine boys, you want to you want to guess? Uh, you want to guess uh, David Ike's opinion on vaccines? Uh, they're. Uh... It's all they are very it. good for you, and that you should take. Them. <laughs> I fucking wish. <laughs> Sorry, that was my opinion. <laughs> oh man, I'm sure it's something stupid. Uh, I got my flu shot. Just yeah. wanted to throw that out. <laughs> get my booster shot tomorrow. I'm jealous. Yay. Yeah, get my get my booster shot. So yeah, congrats. If any episode gets us called like shills for the Illuminati, this will be the one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love uh, it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah I believe it. A... I'm, I'm, I'm in it. <laughs> I got, I, you know, I'm in the Illuminati now. I guess. <laughs> I wish we're a check, man. <laughs> anyway, he's a huge proponent that uh, David Dick is that 5G vaccines, uh, or that 5G interacts with vaccines to do mind control on us, all for the reptiles, all for the reptiles, and that COVID nineteen mm. isn't real, mm-hmm. and that it was, uh. Course. Faked by the Sneeple as an excuse for, quote, Israel to test its technology, unquote. Of course. I have no idea what that means. Can't be good, though. <laughs> I mean, it all makes sense, I guess. The, the, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the connections. I'm, I'm connecting the dots. Uh, well, then, <laughs> Numerology yeah. is happening right now in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> It uh, it might shock you guys to learn that it was that specific statement and not any of the other stuff about calling world leaders little child raping lizards that like got him kicked off Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Mm. Incredible. Uh, but want to you, silence him because he's yeah. Well, I mean, that's what he's. Tr- that's what he and other people who've been deplatformed have argued. Is like yeah. they're silencing me because I'm speaking the truth, not like I'm a raving lunatic who is yeah yeah damaging the fabric of reality. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just slapping reality right now. Yeah. Uh, but deplatforming his work in the past, uh, specifically with Alex Jones and Milo, Inopolis, and it hopefully seems to work here too. But the damage has already been done. Uh, much as we followed Sneeple's ideas, jumping from uh, like psychic pterodactyls of Edgar Rice Burroughs all the way to, you know, secret lizard people, shape shifting mm-hmm. lizards who want to control the world, and Conan the Barbarian. Mm-hmm. All the way to the inbreeding UNT who love violence and like it all. It's all <laughs> glooping together, and indeed, it is no longer in Ix control. It uh, it has seeped out to mix with QAnon, as we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's free. Uh, public <laughs> polling. I couldn't find a more recent number, but public polling found that 4% of voters in the 2020 in the 2012 US presidential election which is approximately uh 5.1 million fucking people believed that lizard people were real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, this is a small but troubling minority. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In uh, for for uh for context. Mm-hmm. Uh, one point seventy four percent or two point three million people cast their votes for all combined third party candidates in the 2012 election. Oh. Mm. So 2012. Uh, more wow. more people believe almost twice the number of people believe in lizard people that voted for third party elect people oh, in wow. 2012. So it's not it's tiny but it's not as small as you think. Yeah. It's a, you know when when you really think about it, you know, that's that that number like it represents like what thousands of people? Millions no, of people. Millions of people, yeah. Five million people, over five million people, and over two million people. Wow. Wow. Uh, uh, the the last thing I want to talk about is like, have you guys ever heard of uh, nocturnal ritual theory? Nocturnal ritual theory. Really mm. good band no. name, I gotta say. Mm. It is nocturnal ritual theory. Is that like? Hmm. What does that mean? It, it's a myth that shows up in Western culture a lot where the idea is your enemies are sneaking around at night to kidnap Christian children, rape them, drink their blood, and do magic rituals with them. At night. Mm. At night. At night. At night. <laughs> so, like, um, mm. obviously, the first time the shit shows up is with the blood libel which is like the idea that jewish people are secretly grinding up christian children to use their blood to make matzah oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you guys also might recognize the stuff in like the witch trials oh yeah, yeah. or the vampire hunts of medieval europe or the mm-hmm. werewolf hunts of medieval europe where it's the idea that someone at night is going around killing and eating kids or drinking your kid's blood mm-hmm. or using your kid's blood magical rituals yeah. You guys know about the Satanic Panic? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Obviously, the Satanic Panic is incredible, incredibly important to our podcast, not just because it's paranormal, but also because it nearly fucking killed D anD D and video yeah, games. It nearly yeah, did, yeah. almost did. Uh, that's another. And that... yet, one of their, uh, one of their uh, media, uh, was it uh, uh, propaganda against it became. Uh, somewhat of a big, big joke, big cult. Are you ch- big just, just are you talking about chick tracks, Ryan? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you should. What are you? T- oh, wait, I can't tell if you're joking. It's uh, what do you call it? It was that one. Is that? I think it was the, it was the terrible D and D movie created by a Christian. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And like the people acting in it were actually super into D and D or whatever. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're on the same wavelength because I think you're yeah. talking about Dark Dungeons. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, yeah. That is a chick track. Jack Schick, who is a weird Protestant conspiracy theorist and writer, wrote a bunch of little pamphlets that were supposed to turn people toward the godly path. And his most famous one is Dark Dungeons, where he writes about the dangers of D and D. But it got mm-hmm. made into a D and D movie, a movie. Mm-hmm. Using Seattle it actors is. who none of them played it straight. Yeah, um, no, no, like no I think many of them were like my wife's coworkers from because they're all from the Seattle theater scene. Oh, this um, <laughs> it's very funny. And it was, ooh, and it is a wonderfully terrible film. Oh, it's fantastic! <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Uh, you, God, we should maybe we should do the ultimate shit post. 
<laughs> we should maybe do an audio companion because like that it is uh, the ultimate shit post is the perfect way of describing oh, it right definitely. i would love to do that that'd be great um anyway like satanic panic same thing people thought that satanists were running around at night kidnapping children to do mm-hmm. bad shit with them and like QAnon seems to mix that and the reptilian conspiracy theory seems to mix that all up together the idea that the elites who are working under the reptilians are doing the same shit today but they've they've wrapped it all up together because we got witches Mm -hmm. we got satanists we got jews and now we have aliens in there too so it's just we've hit the apex i hope of uh (laughs) nocturnal ritual theory ultimate of greatest enemies (laughs) who's your main and and the conservative (laughs) right who's who is your fucking main in nocturnal ritual theory Ooh, um, ooh, it's gonna have to be the blood libel priests. <laughs> I see. Yeah. I like the reptilians because I tend to play heavy characters anyway. Mm. I play I play dragonborn paladin. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's that's it. That's it. Choo choo. We're now leaving Bummer. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> We're leaving. Oh, boy. <laughs> I I couldn't do an episode about reptilians and snake mm-hmm. people without, unfortunately, talking about like why that shit is deeply weird and problematic. But now it's, it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. It's but not, uh, next episode not. we'll get into uh, wacky Illuminati uh, work situation sit comedies at the Illuminati workplace with reptilians. <laughs> We'll get into reptilians who just like are huge fans of Italian security guards. Like, Ooh, okay, we'll get it's gonna get funny. We'll get into reptilians that just want to eat cars. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> kind of oh, like goats boy. with scrap cans. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. We'll get into reptilians getting into arguments while they're doing tourist shit on Earth. It's oh, gonna man. be a good time. We're I gonna. Can't wait. Now that we've we've parked in Bummer Town, like we're we're at the bikini bottom bottom, and we're gonna like, get back <laughs> on that bus and go way Rock back up bottom. to the top. Oh man! Out of the dark, straight into the Mariana Trench. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, Where man. it's just goofiness somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. It's nuts. Did you know that nobody knows where eels come from or how they yeah. reproduce? I just recently learned this, and it's upsetting. It's really? <laughs> really? For a yeah. super long time, we couldn't even find eels' balls. Like, yeah. it's very weird. Yeah, yeah. The way eels... Uh... You know what? Now that you talk about it, yeah. I've yeah. never heard anything or read anything related to eels or their reproductive system. Like, we yeah. think that most most eels, like, maybe go back out to sea and reproduce in the Sargasso Sea, but it's still really yeah. unclear. It's a huge mystery. It's crazy. It is. I love it. Uh, I love eels. Now <laughs> they're delicious. But, yeah, they are delicious. But oh man, <laughs> uh, boy. Anyway, um, thanks so much, John, for yeah. for for all your hard work. Thank you, John. You're great. Yeah. I love you dearly. And um, thank you, Ryan, for being here. This is great. <laughs> I, I love. I love being here. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Um, thank you for Stick listening. With us. It'll be more fun next time. Promise. It'll be great. It'll be great. And um, yeah, I just want to take a moment to shout out our Discord. Um, if you support us on on Anchor, it gains you access to our Discord channel. So yeah, come 
come join us. Come hang out with us. You watch me play for honor and die a bunch. It'll be great. Hell and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Join the little community community where uh, we're building out there. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much. Yeah.